Last time on Knights of the Rolled Table, Igneous, Deidre, and Yenny fell under the thrall of Sozeb the Industrious, a halfling entrepreneur who had captured half of the population of a local town with the help of an also enthralled Pluhan, the Tortle Knight they were sent to rescue. Theo, Melbin, and Iggy's war buddy Flint fought their friends. Theo unleashed a swarm of pixies who ended the battle with a quick round of polymorph spells. Yeni met her true parents, wanting nothing to do with them, and Flint stayed behind to help after warning Igneous that he was hired by High Cleric Narsendrell to fetch him and the others. The party returned to Glorn with Sozeb, who was quickly imprisoned, and returned Pluon, who was quickly notified that he had a visitor. So, Lucky turns to all of you. Well, it's a good thing you all came back. There's a visitor in the other room that I'm assuming is here to see you, Pluon. Pluon sort of nods. Sir, uh, you can come in here now. And our special guest can join us, please. Oh, nice. I, Dramatic. No. Is it? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> That was a good reveal. <laughs> Everybody's favorite, Chris. Yeah, definitely Aww. better than that other Chris. <laughs> Welcome. A large turtle walks into the room, and Chris, our special guest, would you like to describe yourself? Oh, I'd love to. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm like a, I'm like a, like a cinder block of a turtle. <laughs> Uh, come, come waddling in at, uh, I want to, I want to, I think I'm six feet tall and I'm green and gold, like, like the, like the sunlight hitting off the swamp at, at, at dusk. And, uh, I, I, I probably weigh, you know, 400 pounds, uh, but, but, but like a, like a swimmer, that's all strength. That's all, that's all, that's it's all, all, it's all muscle. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, uh, kind of got this this greenish skin and these huge, short but but just formidable arms. All right, so this this nice. turtle walks into the room. He's wearing a little hat on his on his extended head. He's like a yeah. Robin Hood turtle. <laughs> so he comes into the room, and and Lucky the uh, Ladrin says, "These are the uh, folks I was telling you about uh, that uh, brought back your cousin there." It's nice to finally meet you. My name is Wander Dirtle. Hello, Wander. Well met. I am Melvin Gelrod. And I go up to shake his hand. Sticks out the claw at you. Give you a claw, yeah. Oh, very strong. I'm uh, Igneous. Nice to meet you. Um, you happen to know any like containment magic or? Uh, mm. Things like that. No particular reason where our skin could be become re very relevant very quickly. You have a problem of this um, this person that's going to 
you said he was quite magical. We could so... just kill him now, Deidre says, and she pulls out her rapier. Well, you can't until the sphere goes away because it's an impenetrable sphere, but nothing can go in or out, including spells. You got any magic items down into your hold that might might work for this? I have something that's kind of fun that I picked up in my journeys that we can give a try if need be. Oh, that would be very good if you could describe it in roughly 12 seconds. That would be oh, I nice. call it Wander's Wand of Wonder. Oh. <laughs> All right, will it, will it uh, take him out? Will, will it stop him from saying anything or, or doing something? It very well could. Okay, well. Um, you know so who can't do know. anything? Dead people. I mean, <laughs> all right, we've got D, five D, seconds. D. Four, uh, I three, have a shell. Two, one. The spell's ending. And, and so at that point, the, the sphere that, that's around Sozeb uh, just goes... Bzz, bzz, Okay, what do you want to do? Who's doing what? I'm ready to stab, but I want to see if the spell works first. Yeah, uh, you, you better be uh, casting here, Wander. Go, go ahead. Well, uh, all right. Well, I if I get to, I'm I'm gonna point my stick at it and I'm gonna shoot it. You're using one charge from the wand. Yes, I would like to use a charge from this wonderful wand of wonder that Wander found. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I believe you have to roll a d100. D100. Oh, so okay. you're going to roll a percentile die. Yeah. Oh. oh. What is that? <laughs> oh, no. Yes, I got that right here. <laughs> <laughs> These guys have a little PTSD from d100s. We have a 46. Let's oh, 46. What what is yeah. uh what's 46 fall under? Wonder. Permanent containment with no side effects. Perfect. <laughs> 46 is going to get us a lightning bolt. Kaboom. <laughs> okay. I guess, I guess we're going to have Deidre's plan. <laughs> All right. So uh, here's what happens. Uh, does anybody else want to do anything at that time? Uh, I'm on deck. Like, I'm ready for murder. But, like, I don't want to jump the gun because people... Okay. I've got my javelin still out, ready to, like, javelin Sozeb if he... So Wander uh, the Tortle pulls out this this wand that has, like, little crystals, crystalline colors, uh, and it's got, like, a little gold inlay, and he points it. uh, It's about, you know, a foot and a half. It's pretty big, but it's proportionally good for him. And he points it towards... Uh, Sozeb, who, as the sphere goes away, uh, gets blasted by this uh, crackling energy of a lightning bolt, and this uh, sizzling happens all over his body. He static goes everywhere. The forked lightning uh, fills up the room, and everything turns blue and purple. Um, and he kind of uh, harnesses the energy, and the whole air is ionized, and everyone's hair is sort of uh, prickling up. Um, at that point, Sozeb kind of looks up and he goes, well, that was quite unpleasant. I'm gonna stab him. Ooh, I need you to roll initiative. Oh boy. Just her or all of us? Just her. This is to determine if Sozeb goes first or Deidre goes first. 15. Okay. Go ahead and roll your damage. 12 damage, and since I don't have advantage, that's that's all it is. All right, 12 damage. 
He takes the knife into his chest. He kind of looks at you and says, I won't forget this and and blinks and he disappears. Oh, good. Now he's armed. <laughs> it's a rapier. He, he's not. He doesn't get messed with. Well, dang it. Lucky turns to him and says, wait. Wait, no. Where did he go? Would have been a uh, lot just... easier to kill him while he was a rodent. I I'm oh. sorry, I, I, I thought. But if you kill somebody when they're polymorphed, I assume that's what it was, right, Theo? It, uh, the, the problem is, uh, he would just turn right back into him and it uh, looks like this person just found it. Wait, is he is he invisible? Like, Is he still here? Is he still? Hold on a sec. And and Lucky kind of flashes his eyes a bit. Uh can I can I divine sense? <laughs> you can. Um he's doing detect magic. He's uh, not evil. Yeah, I guess actually you know what? Never mind, because that's only a celestial fiend or undead. Yeah. So it wouldn't do me any good. Well. <laughs> Mine as well. Got a lot of charges of that. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah. Let's do it. Here's what I'll say, Matt. Your divine sense gets a strong residual effect that something of a fiendish nature was just here, but is not here anymore. You immediately turn to Lucky, and Lucky looks at you and says, He's gone. He's left. Some fiend took him away. I I think perhaps he might have been a fiend of some kind. Ho ho! He I mean, was he looked, awfully creepy. He looked like a halfling, but I don't think he was a halfling. Uh, Wander turns to Deidre and just says, Uh-oh, now you've done it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Darling, don't try to pin this on me with that little <laughs> electric bolt escapade. Hey, uh, Wanda, now that we have, you know, a little bit of time to talk, when I said, uh, do you know containment magic? Mm. And you said, yes, I have something. And then you uh, unleashed an indoor lightning bolt. Uh, take me a little bit through the, the thought process there. Well, I do have something. Like, I know hold person, mm -hmm. but I found this stick, and right. I really wanted to see what was going on with it. <laughs> okay. All right. It was good, good to know. It was, it was at, a priority. At that, point, at that point, wander behind you, you hear, Cousin? Is that Is you? Pluon? Wander? Hello, Pluon. How did you know I was... How did you know I was going to be here? I mean, what are you doing here? I was told you were in it again. I mean, I was trying to do the good thing. I was on a mission, but that that fellow was really uh, convincing and kind of had me under a, a mental state of, well, I, I wanted to work for him benefits there was 401k and everything I mean, and wander kind of like knocks on his shell and and then, and then knocks on his head to see if it makes the same ow, sound ow, ow. no I, i'm fine now i i got turned into a squirrel and back into a turtle i'm fine now 
this this fellow over here, this orcish fellow, made my head straight. So thank you so much, uh, Mr. Uh, I forgot your name already. Oh, yeah, Theo. Oh, well, I I sure do appreciate it. And and again, I'm very sorry for having caused uh, you pain. Uh, um, uh, I I, I wasn't myself, and and I know I cast a spell couple of spells that might have hurt your brains a little bit and uh uh i'm i'm, I'm sorry about that but I, i'm i'm much better now that's well, what's that... important spells yep. are a powerful magic it's okay well i i wonder thank you for thank you for coming to see me <laughs> um i guess we'll be going now uh, i mean is Gosh, I could certainly, I could certainly use a, a night's sleep. I'm, I'm all of a sudden very tired. Uh, probably best if I hang around a bit too, Pluon. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you could wait till I, till I get my wits about me. Yeah, everybody's worried about you back home. Back home and the spiral. Oh, is everything okay? I mean, it's okay, is it? No, not really. Things things are bad. I mean, if we're being... What's happening? Uh, like, things are dying. You know, like, like, crops aren't coming in quite as good as they have in years past, and people are eating more snails than usual. Yeah, that's always a bad thing. I mean, they're full of pro- protein. Uh, yeah, but we prefer to. But have not them. everybody likes snails. Not everybody likes them. I it's don't. It's not like a preferred them. cuisine. Does it look like I've been happy to eat snails? Plum? Anyway, you two probably need to catch up a little bit, and we all could use a bit of a rest. So uh, maybe we could go up to the magic rooms and uh, reconvene in the morning. All right. That works for me. Uh. Quick question. Uh, is it, uh, Wanda, are you a knight? Mm. And if not, how how did he get in? First of all, is he supposed to? You're not. That's a, that's a, that's a very forward question, Mr. Man. <laughs> We're in a knight's stronghold. I feel like this is a pertinent question. Don't you see the symbol over here hanging up on the wall and over there on the wall? I mean, and it's on the shield I, over here. I know what it is, and here. I know it's on me, but I don't. Uh, you, you could be a tourist. People like to see these things. All right, symbols out. Symbols okay, out, everybody. Okay, there here you go. go. We got. Oh, are we good here? Uh, All right. That's what they're for. Yes, All yes. Right. I, I'm a knight. I'm a knight of the realm. Both of you in the family. Really? Just then, a a gold dragonborn uh, rushes in and she says, Did did, uh, someone said that the captive prisoner that you took back from uh, from heaven's breath was let go? What just happened? It's not specifically what happened. It's really, it's ultimately more of a tomorrow next week kind of problem really at this point uh but he was there and now he's not lucky says look look um quite a lot happened uh in a very short amount of time we didn't have a whole lot and we we took a chance uh there was a, a lot of lightnings a bit of stabbing he he's quite hurt but he seems to have some sort of um 
teleportation or perhaps um uh, you know some sort of um fiendish ability we also yes. had a failure of communication right um well i see well i'm glad you you all are safe and in one piece you must be tired and before your next journey you must um want to rest yeah. Oh, yeah, I think that's a good idea. That's fine. Yes, um, I think um, I need a nice bubble bath. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, bubble will, <laughs> of <bios>. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will arrange rooms for our uh, total friends and. and um, oh, home is where my shell is, so. That's fine. Um, perhaps you can fill us in, uh, Wanda. On, on goings on back in your neck of the woods, and uh, the rest of them can um, take take a uh, uh, a siesta. All right. So with that, uh, all of you can credit yourself with a long rest. Woo-hoo. I'm assuming you want a long rest and not a short rest. Yes, please. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. I just... I only died no last episode. Yeah. No big deal. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, I am no fully lesson, healed. Baby. Here we go. <laughs> I wasn't. I was very bloody. Yeah, okay. that's right. Because you were a you were a muskrat or something. <laughs> oh, you were a fat chipmunk, and no, so you didn't see get what the my emotions. my obesity has your, to do with your it. Your woodland creatureness. All right, so y'all have a good chance to rest. Uh, you regain some spell slots, uh, whatnot, and you come down to a brunchy kind of breakfast dinner where Raffaella and Wander. And Pluon are sitting around the table. Boone is bringing in some some um, different vegetables, some roasted um, carrots and beets, and uh, some some a nice salad spread. And there's some fish, you know. And and he's bringing it in from like a little kitchen area. Uh, tell you know, uh, using telekinesis, kind of like floating it down on the table. And and they're talking about things, and they say, Ah, I, I see, I see that you've uh, joined us. Uh, that doesn't make sense. Uh, I see that you've woken up, and and uh, thank you for coming to join us. Um, I ho- I hope everyone had a good rest. Oh yes, very nice, very pleasant as always. Yes, I feel very clean. Excellent. Well, Wanda was just telling me about uh, events back in the Zolar Spiral. It seems that there is an encroaching uh, depravity amongst the the nature of all things and. You know, that is one of the locations that... A uh, uh, harm against nature, you say? Quite. quite we a must bit. head uh, there right uh, away. Well, hold, hold on a second, um, Melvin. Uh, um, Wanda, do you want to uh, elaborate on with our allies to let them know what's what's been happening? Well, we're a, we're, we're a people. We're, a, we're, a, we're a, a creature that likes balance, and there's no balance in the spiral right now. It's it's decay and, and, and ruin and and you know we uh, we're having a hard time getting to the bottom of it. You know, you root out corruption in one corner and then there's another, and uh, uh, we're just overwhelmed. Is how I would put it. The the, the spiral is a series of, of small islands, and as you get a little further inland, it, it gets 
there's a, more of a swamp area. It's, it's a little harder to get into. Not many people go in the center because of the terrain is very difficult. Well, there's the legends, of course. I mean, what sorts of legends? Dragons or fiends? No, it's more of a kind of an old, old tale about uh, a lady that lives there in a, in a, in a hut. And uh, she, she apparently likes to take people and, you know, maybe eat them. them. Yeah. Eat them. Yeah, eat she, them? she eats them. It, it's, it, the legend is, no one's really gone in there to find out, but it, it might be some sort of a. We're not, oh. no, you know, we don't know it's a woman. But we just know that people go there and they don't come back. So That's right. fewer people go there. But she and, eats them. And you fear that this woman is causing this decay, this unbalance? Like we said, there's it's a lot of things happening in different places, but this is, seems a good place to start. And well, it sounds has... like there's plenty for us to dive into here, so what are we downing for? Raphaela speaks up and says, Well, the missing knight that uh, was sent to that area, to the Zolar Spiral, whose name is Cyrano. Um, he was... You might have heard of him. He was one of the heroes of the Chesquin Revolution um, on, on their uprising. He helped quell some of the... Um, some of the uh, monarchy rebellion um, of the corrupted monarchy. Anyone? No. Uh, oh, anyway. Does he have uh, the big nose and was um, <laughs> writing the letters? Oh, Roxanne's boyfriend. No, yes, no, that's, that's that no, sounds no, right no, to it's, me. It's, it's, uh, no, that's a that's a oh. different. Uh, okay, series. okay. This man's um, a warlock. He is a warlock, and he was sent um, towards the center of because because of this corruption, but has not returned. So uh, we don't want to assume the worst, but if he's alive, then perhaps we need a bit more reinforcements. Um, and, uh, well, I, I don't want to um, impose, but Wanda, perhaps you would like to, uh, perhaps you would like to be sort of a guide for the rest of the knights here. If you wouldn't mind going with them, you might be an ally and give them a bit of a leg up. Seeing that it's your home court. Uh, you know, I haven't been taking a lot of things on lately, but you're coming to me at a good time. I mean, you you are a graduate of Moonswallow, are you not? I am. Cyrano uh, Cyrano's an old, old friend. Yeah, it'd be good to, to, to share a snail with him, you know what I mean? He likes him. Well, I, I, I thought Cyrano was a was a sorcerer. He didn't go to. He's not a bard like you. No. Well, no, but we, we've we've been in we've been in a party before. Old time, long time ago. Well, um, if it's okay with y'all, I I might just stay here. I still feel a little out of it from being under, being under uh 
kind of a mind control for a couple of weeks, so I, I, I just don't want to be a liability if I... I don't know if there's going to be any kind of repercussions. And since since he got away, I mean, like, what if he comes after me and I, uh, I start doing things and... Uh, sorry. Um, a Violet isn't going to be there, Pluon. You won't have to worry about seeing her. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talking about Violet. Uh, that's fine. You, you just... That's his ex. Oh, juicy. We'll talk all about that on the way. Right. Well, um, I will take you down to the Grumble Gate, and um, the six of you will go to Zolar Spiral. I can get you as close as the outer perimeter of the swamp in the inner islands, but unfortunately... I know my way from there. Okay. Excellent. So... Uh, she takes you down uh, to inside of this large cavernous area and uh, since you you saw it when uh, Raffaella picked you up you you've, you're familiar with this already but it, it's still just pretty amazing this kind of large area that's rocky and organic and and weird and smells kind of irony and and it, it's kind of hard to identify like what this area is it's not quite earth but it's not quite uh, uh man-made either so it's um it's just kind of a weird substance um that where you are so you go inside this area uh Raffaella, um very gracefully kind of twists her arms a couple of times and this um this gray sphere of a circle opens up with mystical energy and a window into a swampy shadowy area uh, opens up before you and you all head right well uh Raffaella uh, real quick uh, I uh, yeah, last, this is uh, not the time I, I, I can well, only I hold just, this for a I few got seconds small gift. Uh, it's, okay it's give it to me I'll, I'll read it okay Go I have now. a note on there too for you okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll follow up with that later <laughs> Hey there, it's time for some announcements. This is Chris Daly, your DM for Season 5 and your Chool of Charm. On every episode this season, I've been mentioning tools that are great to use for DMs and players. And this episode, we're going to talk about one for both. We're talking about Roll20. Now, it's been a while since I've mentioned Roll20, but it is definitely something that, if you haven't heard of, you should be familiar with as an online player. This is one of the premier digital services that lets you play D&D and other TTRPGs online with friends from anywhere. Not only does it have a marketplace of all kinds of maps and tokens and things you can purchase, but it brings the map to the screen, giving players a large array of tokens, dice, rolling uh, character sheets, music, and video chat to utilize with each other. A lot of groups you'll use Roll20 for their live games as well. Essentially, it's got a bit of everything you need in one window. Not all of this is easy, however, to learn, and there's a bit of a learning curve to get the technical stuff figured out. But if you do, it's well worth it. While there are some free options, someone will have to pay a subscription to use some of the extra features on the service like Fog of War on the maps. Still, it's a great option and well worth the slight complexity to safely play with your friends from a distance. So check it out, Roll20. Hey, if you like our podcast, and we hope you do, 
head on over to the podcast app of your choice and see those five-star reviews. You can fill out one of those and write a little something, and you too can immortalize yourself in the comments section of our podcast comments. It really helps us with the algorithm, so take a minute and leave a rating and review like this one from Keju HBSHS. It's a, it's a bunch of letters together and it's hard to say. But it but they say just a delightful way to spend some time. Oh, thanks Keju. And also from Nate YoIP who says, "I was looking for a D&D podcast and found Critical Role." Hey, wait, what? <laughs> uh, anyway, he goes on to say, uh, uh, however, I wanted a clean podcast and this podcast fulfills that. It has a very enjoyable storyline and characters and I always like the accents. Oh, thanks, Nate. I, I really appreciate that as someone who really tries accents, uh, but maybe not Irish accents. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get better with that one. But thank you. Uh, as always, if you leave a comment, we will try to read it on the comments. Another way you can support is head over to TeePublic and check out our swag. Search for Knights of the Roll Table and you can get a cool new Knights of the Realm t-shirt, a Roll Table logo, a hydration is very important, and even a Season 1 cast poster. If you like playing D&D and need some character art, consider checking out my Patreon at patreon.com dungeonheads. I've created a library of character art that grows each week with more variations. Check out my stuff at patreon.com dungeonheads as well as dungeonheads on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. As always, a lot of the music from the podcast comes from Arcane Anthems and Tabletop Audio. Both have a Patreon and both are amazing at what they do, so consider checking them out. Finally, we know we are not the only tabletop RPG D&D actual play podcast out there, so thank you for listening, thank you for being part of the community, and don't forget to go out and make life an adventure. The first thing that uh, you feel this stretching upon your body is in a, uh, and it's just pulling uh, what feels like every atom in your body from limb to limb, one one direction or another, and then you kind of land. And the first thing that you feel is kind of this slosh of your feet and boots in this wet, muddy floor. And it's thick and kind of goopy. And you look around and the skies are gray. And you know right away that the the mud on your feet is going to take some extra scrubbing. This is pretty thick. The second thing is there's a, a mossy kind of acrid stench in the air, like a wet mildew mixed with a faint rotten egg kind of smell. You hear lots of insects. You know, there's there's insects, there's swamp life, there's probably frogs, there's maybe bigger things. Um, you just hear a lot of uh, a lot of nature, and and the air is thick with the floating uh, kind of remnants of little spores going around, um, and tiny little bugs that kind of occasionally you know kind of fly in front of you. Um, and uh, the sunlight is creeping through the clouds, but it, mostly it's gray. Um, there's little beams of light here and there through the canopy of, of the swampy trees. And there's lots of shadows, but there's also a little bit of light. But um, there's also patches of the swamp that are very hard to see. Um, and the other thing that you notice here is 
at the edge of the swamp and kind of going into uh, sort of the plains is there's a, a line of kind of a, a perimeter of rot and decay from the swamp where the, the plant life starts to look worn and ashen and decayed and the branches are barren leaves have fallen off they've they've turned gray and in some cases like yellow and grass around you has turned to weeds whereas further on towards the outside of the spiral uh, it's it's a uh, gra- green and growing and the water in front of you as you had t- as you go into as you're looking into the the inner spiral is murky and thick and muddy so there's definitely this kind of creeping um, sense of uh, decay that's that's going in further into the spiral so you are now in Zolar Spiral. What would you like to do? Lothlorin, the the forest, the swamp of Lothlorin, in the Zolar Spiral. What would y'all like to do? This this ecosystem, it it. You're right. It is not in balance. It it looks terrible. It's also very dirty. So going in further into the swamp, all of those plants are kind of dead too? Yeah, they're in a state of kind of creeping, rot, blackening. Okay, but they're still like big, tall tree trunks. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're not... They're just they're, all dead and gross. Yeah, gotcha. they're dead or almost like... They're almost like kind of covered in a in a blackening ooze or, or like kind of a like a layer of almost like nuclear fallout you know, it's what it yeah. feels like so it's not it's, like cleared but like just raw. yeah it's not yeah. it's not burnt but it's yeah. it's there but they're just it just feels kind of off gotcha hmm. uh, so this is, about, uh, about how far can we see into this swamp good question uh you uh you see about 50 feet in front of you and then the the overgrowth and undergrowth is so thick with the trees overlapping it's hard to see beyond that it, it's it looks like it's not a straight path so as you go in um, it's it's going to be a bit of a traverse to get around lead the way friend wander are there any animals are we, are we really we're really okay with, with this gentleman being in charge like we, we've decided that we trust you know friend. I just want to make sure we're all clear. I prefer not to be so much a captain as like a special advisor, (laughs) just for the the purposes of group. I second that. Energy. That's that's fine. Uh, You you're our guide here. This is your this is your turf. Uh, So we'll follow your lead. And uh, if there's any important decisions to be made, we'll we'll uh, we'll huddle up. It'd be nice to, to talk to talk to somebody to see if they've uh, smelled or heard or, or seen any hijinks in the area. Hmm. Are there any aquan animals around? Hmm. Um, I'm gonna... You can either make a nature check or a survival check. You're looking for some an animal in the water. Oh, I want to do survival for sure. Okay. I got a 19. 19. Okay. So 
you, not right away, because you don't see the water right away, but as you make your way into the swamp, you sort of head forward. You walk for about 15, 20 minutes, um, going through mangrove trees. There's water, little pools of water around them. There's roots popping up from the mud. So you're kind of like sloshing you know, through this mud. Every once in a while you can step on a root um, and, and go above the water and the, and the mud. And there's a little layer of slime on everything that makes it kind of slippery, but you help, you help each other out. Um, and from, uh, from the front, in front of you, um, about 50 feet, uh, you see a larger patch of water and there's a rustling of water um, kind of bubbling um, coming in from that. And it's giving way to, uh, there's a few reeds and vines cracking and falling over. And what you see with a 19 is um, a couple of little spines, a dark gray and green spines um, going along the side. At first it looks like maybe a fallen tree, but then it starts kind of moving um, and making ripples in the thick, uh, thick dark water and it's pretty big i'd like to go to it to see (laughs) okay 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 well uh, why don't we uh uh first why don't we uh i know uh wander you're pretty good at uh wandering around in this area but we might need some more help and i'm gonna summon uh a giant toad using my Mm. summon nature's ally for my familiar and so uh a big uh, toad appears, and <laughs> oh, you want hey me to there. be the toad? Yeah, sure. Oh, hey, hey, um, hey there, Chad. Hi. Okay, uh, Chad. So I think what we need is maybe you uh, go uh, hop ahead a little bit, uh-huh. and uh, you know, let us know if there's any danger. Yeah. And uh, I thought you might like this environment. It's kind of your your bag. So. I liked it. Okay, well, hop ahead. and uh, let What us am I looking for? I don't know, danger or traps or um, some other people who might be out there. You got it. <laughs> Just kind of hops forward. <laughs> oh, bye, Jack. <laughs> he's jumping ahead and he giant leap, you know, forward eight, nine feet. <laughs> and you see, as soon as he uh, gets kind of within the vicinity of the other thing that Wander saw, that thing in the water stops. It just kind of comes to a halt. And the toad takes a second in between each hop and starts hopping and he'll hop again. And then kind of looks around. You see his throat bubble just kind of get big and takes a big breath. And um, (laughs) Theo, I need you to make for your friend, for Chad, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. A uh, 14. Okay. It's a negative one for... Oh, yeah, that's fast enough. So what you see is, you just see the kind of a, you know, it's this music is playing of like... And then, and then it kind of stops and you just see Chad... And then all of a sudden you see this giant mouth come out of the water. And Chad goes, ah! 
bah, and he like leaps out of the way and you see this giant maw come out of the water, snapping down super fast and a huge um, oversized uh, uh, crocodile has pounced out of the water with his mouth wide open. <sighs> oh my. Oh boy. And then Chad's like hopping back to you like, no, no, <laughs> nobody there. Just the big crocodiles. That's okay. all I see. Okay, stay over here, Chad. We don't want you. Nah, I'd, I'd rather not go. I'd no, I don't want to go back over there. Uh, no, we'll we'll uh, we'll go uh, maybe another way. Do you think there's another way we can go? Uh, we want to go deeper. Okay, but does that mean we have to go that way specifically? Um. I, I should talk to him. I can play him a song, see if he'd, he'd like to help us. The giant crocodile? Maybe. Do crocodiles right. enjoy music? I'm pretty good at my whistle stick. Well, let's, let's <laughs> okay. hear it. I mean, we're going to have to. we got to see this. <laughs> does, he, does he get any response when I play my whistle stick from Hold on a second. Okay, what what tune do you play? Um, I'm gonna play "Crocodile Rock" by, or it's gonna go see like this. Yeah. All right. Uh, roll a performance check for me, Wander. <laughs> that is a twenty-four. Uh, 24, it's much more on pitch than, than what I just did. Uh, he's, he is a master of the whistle stick and, and this crocodile is like, <sighs> he just kind of turns his head, his, his jaw sort of shuts a little bit. And he's kind of just looking at you with big reptile eyes, big mouth, five feet long, and you've got his attention. Uh, I point over beyond him, like, like well, uh, uh, over there, like, well, you know, kind of like I'm indicating, like I want to get past him. I want to go on the other side of him. All right. Do do you? So the <laughs> crocodile doesn't speak. Aquan. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. You would need you need a you would need a talk to animals ability. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, So he's just kind of like we go talk to animals, guy. Well, he's He's kind of looking at him. Well, uh, while Wander has him kind of distracted, I'll kind of slowly go back towards uh, the rear uh, part of the alligator, and I just need to gently uh, touch him. (laughs) <laughs> and I'll cast. Uh, I mean, because at this point you would say that he's um, friendly, friendly. Or, or or charmed, even by okay by Wander, so right so yeah so okay. he, he's definitely got his attention okay so uh, I'm gonna so Jeff make a animal handling check with advantage okay to see if you can touch the giant crocodile's butt <laughs> <laughs> or just whatever's and, available and the non dangerous oh, okay. end. Yeah, yeah. The, the the tail, a, a toenail, 24. twenty-four. Okay, you 
slosh in the mud. The crocodile is still looking at Wander like more whistle. And and you just lightly <laughs> tap with your staff. You just ding. And uh, you make contact. All right. So I'll cast Beast Bond. Beast Bond. I establish a telepathic link with one beast you touch that is friendly or charmed by you. Mm-hmm. Yep. So now I can communicate with it. I'm going to say, oh, uh, hey, buddy. Hey. Hey, uh, we'll we'll play more of this wonderful whistle if you could uh, let us just uh, pass through. I like that whistle. Well, you can as much as you'd like. We just gotta pass straight through. Uh, you can go by, I suppose. Okay, great. Uh, we're gonna do that. Okay, Wander, keep doing the whistle, and I'm gonna kind of gesture everybody like fast, 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 move, move, move. Did you want to go down into the water? It's like it's like a it's like a fifty foot diameter small pond. How big is the crocodile? Uh, twenty five feet. Uh, yeah. So a few of us could get on the back. Huh? You think we can ride him? Okay. Uh, let me let me see. Hey, um, hey, buddy. So I didn't quite get your name. Mm, they call me. My name is... Did he say we could ride him? Just, just hold on one minute. <laughs> All right. I'm a little embarrassed. Oh, I'm sure you have a wonderful name. They call me Stump. Stump. I, You know, I like that name a lot. It really and he, he lifts up. He lifts up his back left leg, and it's just... it's. His foot is just not there. It's kind of like this little, this little stump, uh, that cool. whereas whereas toes should be. It's just like a little stumpy stump. Oh well, you know, um, I think that makes you special and unique and uh, a beautiful creature of nature. I'm hey, a little um, slower than the other crocs, and I, he made fun of me when I was little. Oh well, that hey, that's not okay, but. Uh, but now I'm bigger than they were. Oh, hey, that's that's good. And I ate them. That's well, then I... You can't hear him. <laughs> you just see Theo <laughs> looking at this crocodile <laughs> intently. <laughs> and it's kind of... And it's still looking at Wander. He says, I, I, I'd, I'd be okay with you getting on my back, but if you keep playing the whistle... Oh yeah, yeah I, I ate this morning, so I'm not hungry. Oh well, hey, that'd be uh, really swell, and uh, yeah, so we'll just hop on your back, and you just take us uh, over Don't there hop. to the other side. Just Gent- oh, of course, we'll gently walk and avoid the left side. No problem, Stump. And I go to everybody. Okay, every we're going to be getting on to Stump's back, and he's going to give us a gentle ride over the uh over the pond here so everybody aboard i'm a little concerned about the uh the rough nature of that upholstery against uh my garments well i could get a blanket out and put it down for you <laughs> just <laughs> make up a little thank you, and... you. <laughs> here all you right go. princess you carry it <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, so you all hop on Stump the Giant Crocodile and... But Wander, do not stop playing. That's the most important uh, thing. Wander Wander continues to play. (laughs) And he goes into, like, Rocket Man. (laughs) And stuff like that. Um, uh, When Wander gets on, he sinks down a little bit. He's several hundred pounds, so Wander has to get kind of closer to the front, and you kind of arrange yourselves proportionally where um, as as you start ferrying across the pond towards the other side. Stumpy the crocodile uh, makes you get <laughs> so stupid. Uh, makes uh, Brings you across um, the pond to a patch of mossy ground and you all make your way um, off of his back and he sort of sinks backwards um, as as Wander plays the last notes of uh, from his uh, whistle stick, and you make your way over several roots. Um, there, this is a particularly rough patch of as the roots get deeper, but there's pools and what looks like dark pools um, of of some sort of substance other than water, and you're trying not to get into it. But I need everybody to make a dexterity check. Fifteen. Twenty-two. Eighteen. Eight. Ooh. Five. Twenty-two. Okay. Theo and Wander, as y'all are the biggest of the group, and um, you both kind of step on a uh, one of the roots that you think has a little bit more weight to it, but it's rotted from the inside. Your foot goes through it, um, and you step inside of this black kind of icky substance and it starts to sting pretty bad and you you kind of find your your other foot and you get pulled up maybe uh yenny or igneous pulls you up uh by the arm and you see that um whatever covering you had on on the foot that fell in is sizzling and it's uh eating away at your skin Um, both of you take uh 14 points of acid damage ouch and from this from this pool of goo that's that that your foot went into, you just hear this. And that was inside of like the rotted. No, it stump? was it was oh, below it. it. So it was kind of okay. like there was a little patch. It's like water, but then you see this as you look further, you kind of see like this little surface patch of a black, uh, gooey okay. substance inside of the water pool. Um, so occasionally, um, in fact, let's have whoever wants to lead the way. You can make a nature check, looking out for a safe, safe areas to walk over. I could do that. Oh, do you I've want got... just one person? Yeah, one. I need one person to to take the helm on this. I feel like Theo probably has the best nature of us, but otherwise, I can do it. I'm not going to fight decent. you for it. It's fine. All right, nature it is. And of course, uh, <laughs> uh, seven. Seven. All right. Uh, Melbourne is pretty confident that he is able to use his guiding light of nature and. and um, Let's go! <laughs> and he makes his way over. Um, as he's going over some of the routes, uh, he's able to swiftly and deftly navigate uh, as one of his feet steps through a root, a root gets stuck and he falls 
chest first into another patch of this black ooze. And Melbourne, you're uh, you take 14 points of acid damage to your chest. Cool. The swamp's a mean place. Oh, it certainly is. It also, um, the three of you that have made contact with this stuff, it smells pretty bad. It's a corruption. It's kind of stinky. Yeah. Do you, was this, is this something always in this swamp here or is this uh, new? It's new. Uh. Yeah, this is this is the thing, man. This is what's killing everything. Mm-hmm. All right, as you make your way deeper into the swamp, um, I would like everyone to make a survival check. Eighteen. <clears throat> Six. Oh, four. Twenty-seven. Ooh. Dirty 20. Okay. 19. Zach, what'd you get? I rolled a one for a total of four. <laughs> That's a... Ooh, when the name of the one. roll is survival, you really don't want to roll a one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um, all right. So, Deidre and Igneous, uh, you, you're making your way deeper in and the the air, the acrid nature of the air and uh, the smelliness from from your compatriots that fell inside of these this black pools is kind of getting to you. It's making you nauseous. You're feeling sick. You're feeling like this is not the uh, atmosphere that you want to be in right now. Um, you're taking deeper breaths and the, the clean air, it's hard to find. Um, uh, both of you suffer five points of poison damage. This is disgusting. But as you make your way deeper into the swamp, you notice a patch of land. And um, from that, there are several roots that at first seem kind of random. But then after a while, after a few feet, they start inter interlinking. And as the fog and haze parts a little bit, uh, you see them start to go up in a in a spiral um, around a bigger root and a, the trunk of a tree. And then from the haze, you also see a, a faint uh, warm glimmer of orange cut through the green and dark. And in front of you, the trunk of the tree makes way to an incline of these these little roots that forms a staircase up to a small ramshackle hut with a thatched roof, some metal pipes sticking out of the top. And it's it's um, sort of sort of like a, a swamp house where it's on sticks above the water. It's it's sort of raised up and there's a single window with a firelight glowing from within. That's a that's a little pipe of steam coming up from the top. And uh, you see this little house. That where people go to get eaten. <laughs> it seems Nobody probably going to answer. It was a legitimate question. <laughs> it's probably more. That's a good I point. I mean, it's either where we're going or or a better place with less acid. So, uh, anybody want to knock? Uh, I look like I belong here, so I'll I'll knock. All right. So you make your way up the, 
the kind of root steps. Is anybody following Wander? I'm going to get up on the roof. Okay. You can, can make I, your like, way up stealthily the hop up on the roof for when he knocks? Uh, sure. How do you want to do that? Well, if there's like, a shady part, I could just status step. Otherwise, I'd just kind of like acrobatics climb whatever there, there looks. I mean, shady, I could climb. There is a shady part. Okay. I can just whoop, bamf up there. How many, how many times can you do that? I don't that believe just, it's limited. It's just, just takes like a, it takes a bonus action teleport. on a turn. <laughs> okay. All right. So as a combat maneuver, it's just a matter of what you choose to do. Seems incredibly powerful. All right. Um, I mean, I could also climb a tree and probably drop on there. Or there's other ways. So sure, you make your way up there. Um, so you so Igneous makes his way up to the roof of this hut. Um, I will have you make a stealth check, Igneous, to determine if you can be stealthy and and if you're heard or if it's like gang, gang, gang. the roof. <laughs> yeah. 14. Okay. You're pretty confident that you're silent. There's a little, you know, when you land, but uh, it's, and it's, it's thatch. So you're gentle and you're supporting yourself kind of spread out. Um, kind of like, you know, cat burglar style, <laughs> black widow posing. <laughs> um, and wander as you make your way up, are you trying to be sneaky or are you just kind of like, boom, boom, no. boom. Okay. No, you're just, just, just boom, full boom. on, stomping electrical light parade here here comes the (laughs) okay as that happens from behind you you hear a voice and you hear so we have us a few visitors eh if you value your lives you'll go away you turn around and uh, you see two things Uh, first of all you see a creature, kind of like a, a large, uh, ten foot long, six foot high beast of burden, um, and it uh, send a picture of this. Um, it has these tusks coming up with uh, sort of spikes coming out from its hair, large muscles on the side. Um, it's it's kind of has its hooves inside of the the shallow water um kind of to the um to the outside uh of the of the puddles um beyond where this is kind of just in the uh just inside of where you guys can see um around the around the tree and riding on top of this creature is this old short humanoid woman uh, wearing a hood and carrying a staff and she's got these um, kind of antler horns coming off as decoration she's got lots of little things and and knickknacks and old vegetables and, and things like that a few bird skulls hanging off of you know uh, potato vines and things like that and gnarled old wrinkly hands um, she's carrying a broom with garlic on it and lots of cobwebs and sticks um, around her hood and she's got maybe like one or two teeth and one of her eyes is kind of glassy and she's just kind of looking at you I'm Wander I'm a turtle. Uh, we're looking for an old friend of mine. Uh, he's a tiefling. Um, 
uh, Warlock. He was. He might have been around here a few months back. His name was Cyrano. Have you any any record or or idea where we would find him? The other man came to inquire. Threatened me with eldritch fire. I said if he helped my tree friend, the forest darkness would then end. Igneous is rolling his eyes up on the roof. Does it look like she sees Igneous up there or is he hidden to her? Um, she does not see him. Mm. She's focused on wonder. Non-audible rolling of eyes to people that see him up there, <laughs> it, because she's she's rhyming at every line like, uh, "We're gonna have to go through this." <laughs> that is all. Okay, noted. <laughs> uh, what what happened to this this other gentleman who came and offered to help you? Apparently, Elven girl, you think you're clever? Will you be successful? Never. Oh, uh, hey, um, what color was that, um, was that tiefling, miss, that came? Did you see them? Ask your friend of Turtle Shell. If he knows, he might just tell. Oh my god, the rhyming, I just can't. He kind of, kind of looked like a, a pretty flower. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a, a pretty flower from the all, all, all bluish and purpley. Mm. You, you, you talked about a tree man. My friend, Dimitri. He's dying of rot. I might have caused it. Might have not. Where is this, uh, Dimitri, your friend? She points to the tree, uh, that the stair, the spiral staircase of, of limbs is going around and it's this large, uh, mandelgrove tree and you can see the, the, the sort of ashy rot and it's, it's almost like the bark has these little spots and as you look a little closer to it, Melbourne, you, you see that um, it's almost like there's this there's this web of of cancerous rot that's 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 around its bark and it's creeping up um, towards the top of the tree. It's its leaves are turning black and brown and it, it's sad. It's it's uh, you, you as a lover of nature feel for this this uh, once great, uh, probably the biggest tree in the swamp. I, I assume a mangrove tree does not count as a creature. Right. No. I was gonna go. I was gonna go try to lay on hands, but it does explicitly uh, say creature in the description. Uh, th this this old woman says, um, "Dimitri cancers from in the side. There's a plague that's spreading wide. I'd hoped it'd go away someday, but I can't control the power of Fay." So uh, some arch fay is, uh, or some fay animal is, or fay creature is causing this corruption? <sighs> Questions all you do is ask. I give you a simple task. 
kind lady, please tell us where can we go to help Dimitri. If you know, we will seek out the evil and we will smite it from this land. Hmm. To attain what you desire, a sacrifice I will require to make you small. You must, for this, choose something nice that you will miss. She goes on to say, something earned, something strong, something learned, or something wrong. So I would like all of you to let me know which one of those things. You don't get to choose what it is. I'm going to tell you what it is. Oh, we I would earned, say earned. Earned, strong, learned, or wrong. I'd do strong. I wouldn't. That's all my stuff. <laughs> you don't know what it is yet. I know. So Deidre says wrong. Wander says strong. Melbourne says wrong. Theo says earned. Yanni says strong. Igneous says earned. Okay. Those of you, those of you who said earned, you're going to take a skill proficiency down by one. You get to choose what it is, but one of your skill, skill proficiencies goes down by one. Those of you who said strong, a power, a spell slot or a weapon is going to go away. So that's, uh, I think, just... Oh, that's uh, Wander and Yenny. So a weapon, a spell slot, or a power, like like an ability, will disappear. I'll let you decide what that is. Um, and just let me know. Uh, no one says learned. So, and then if you said something wrong... Uh, you're going to subtract one of your hit dice. So you don't have as many hit dice. We're taking that as damage, or it basically means that we lose a hit die? Uh, you're taking it as damage. Oh, okay, okay. So we're not losing a hit die. We're losing the max of that hit die? Yeah. Of our Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so the two of you that chose something wrong... Um, uh, you feel your energy kind of siphon a bit. Um, Yenny, you, you feel uh, what you have this ability to scare people naturally and with your uh, intimidating presence and, and you feel like a little bit of confidence goes away. Wander, you have a dagger that you keep handy and as you kind of feel for it on your belt, it's it's no longer there. And so all of you kind of sense that something has been removed or taken from you and sh and uh, this uh, this old hag uh, who, who has not introduced herself by name <laughs> um, she says very good the deed is done now who's ready to have some fun 